around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard to the show that is always an award show because there's just so darn many award shows. We figured we'll make every show an award show. The only difference being you and our guests get to pick our award winners. And all of our guests are award winners, regardless of who and how many times they're on the show. They're always an award winner. So if you've got somebody you think deserves an award for whatever reason, they've done something great, they've done something incredibly stupid, whatever, drop us a line at david at the davidbowersawards.com. I'm sorry, that's the name of the show. The address is david at the davidbowers.com. And tell us who you think deserves an award and why. And, uh, hey, we'll get it on the show. We'll give them an award right here in front of the world, right in front of you and everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean our millions of listeners around the world and our special listeners in, in Rochester, New York, who listen to us on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ FM 106.3. Glad to have you with us on our broadcast affiliate there in beautiful upstate New York. And, uh, well, at least this time of year, it's beautiful. Uh, Wintertime, I'm not so sure that's the word I'd use. But speaking of beautiful, how are you doing, John Bon Jovial? I am absolutely gorgeous, Dave. How are you today? Hey, I am just as messed up as I always am. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Let me amend that. I am gorgeously legendary. That, that, or is that legendarily gorgeous? <laughs> or well, we're glad you're here with us. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're glad you're here with us to help us uh, at least hold the loose ends together, if not uh, make things better. We'll uh, we'll muddle through this somehow. I want to thank also our house band, Titty Bingo, who play some incredible down-home rock and roll. You can check them out online at their interactive website, tittybingo.com. Their most recent album is, ironically enough, called Rock and Roll. And uh, you can download that right now at tittybingo.com. Be sure to check them out. Their wild and crazy website's a lot of fun, and it's always, always time to play Titty Bingo. And right now, we have our first The David Bowers Award of the Week, and this is going to an online service. Today, we are saluting a service called Mixcloud. They're a leading digital audio streaming platform. Uh, who claim to be rethinking radio for listeners, curators, and brands alike. Uh, what they do is they connect listeners to new music and ideas through radio shows like ours, DJ mixes, and podcasts uploaded by over a million curators. And uh, how's that feel, John Bon Jovi? We, we are now curators, along with all of our other faults. We've always been on the edge, so curating yes. sounds like something I think is a good thing to do. Yeah, I think curating and cutting edge just sort of go together there. Anyway, now I used, I used to curate in the privacy of my home, but since I, you know it's becoming acceptable now, I'm coming out as a curator. Yeah, well, 
I think since this is a G-rated show, we'll uh, we'll leave that right there. <laughs> anyway, Mixcloud is an gosh. award-winning <laughs> is an award-winning service that's available on the web. You can find it at mixcloud.com. Um, they're found through free mobile apps and via connected devices like Sonos, Apple TV, and Chromecast. The reason we are saluting them is because. As a matter of fact, if we're going to do that, we we should at least give them the DBA award. There you go. The David Bowers Award to Mixcloud because they now carry the David Bowers Awards. One more network that's carrying the David Bowers Awards to listeners like you all around the world. Soon you won't be able to escape us anywhere. We'll be everywhere. Moving right along. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. What was that? Chicken Man, wasn't it, back in the... uh, yeah, in the early seventies, right. yeah, yeah, there was a jock out in Los Angeles that took advantage of that too, and I can't remember if it was on KFI. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I remember it, it though. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it was either it was either KFI or KMET. I can't remember which one. Funny shtick, really. Moving right oh, along, yeah. we've got a lot of music. Was. We've got a special show today because our guest is going to be the first one star guest that we've ever had on the show. We're going to dedicate the whole show to him. He'll be along in just a little bit right now. Some of our new music we want to share with you, and we've got some winners this week. Right now, coming up first, a young lady from England who has an interesting pop rock folk sound. She goes by the name of Fox Palmer, and this is her song, Alone.
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. And there you have it. That's Fox Palmer. And the song is called Alone. She's got some other good stuff, and I'm really, really trying to see if maybe we can get her on the show. It's an interesting, it, it, it's a pop sound that is tinged with a bit of folksiness, especially with the acoustic guitar. Uh, and I, I can't, if you have to categorize it, I guess you would categorize it as, pulp, uh, as, as pop folk. Or polk, yeah. Okay, it's polk music, folks. <laughs> What'd you think, John Bon Jovial? Oh, she's got a sweet voice. I was very impressed with her and nice production qualities to the song. And yeah, I think probably a pop folk or a folk rock kind of a classification. Uh, but she sounds good, and I think she's got some potential. Hopefully, we can get her on the show here in the not too distant future. I'm definitely looking forward to that, and hope we can. And uh, she's got a uh, she's got a good following over there across the pond in merry old England. Coming back to well, actually, we're staying. I was going to say coming back stateside, but uh, this gentleman is no longer stateside. He's living in uh, up in uh, northern England. He's been on the show a couple of times. We've had a couple of his new releases. He's got a new one out that I I think just might have a catch to it, and uh, you might possibly like it. It's a guy by the name of Jerry Hall, our friend from Hall, England, and here he is with his latest. It's just released. It's called Two Doors Down. Just moved in yesterday in the suburbia neighborhood. Then I walked down my street, saw your face with the world
easy for you to say. That's Jerry Hall and Two Doors Down, or Prove Who I Am. That's his latest uh, from an American who is from, uh, I don't know, he's from down uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, somewhere over there. And uh, he moved over to England. And I think listening to his music, uh, I think he went to the Elton John School because there's definitely... Uh, there's definitely some of the stylings of Elton John. I was listening to the uh, the middle part of that, and I got uh, now. Don't don't mistake me. I'm not saying he's Elton John. I'm not saying his voice is Elton John. He is his own unique person and talent. But I definitely get some of the stylings. Like I got a little bit of Philadelphia freedom in the middle of that song, and uh, if you listen to his music, you get that Elton John touch. That's why I think. I, I really feel like he went to the Elton John School of Music because he's definitely drawn heavily from Elton, from Sir Elton. What do you think, John Bon Jovi? Well, I, I hadn't thought about Philadelphia Freedom, but now that I listen to the beat, yes, I, I can see where you got that. The thing that I found interesting was at about a minute 28 seconds into the song, the uh, little break that he did almost sounded like it was synthesized bagpipes. And I kind of liked it. It added a nice touch to the song and kind of uh, lend it to its fullness. Uh, I like the song. I think this might be the best thing that we played by him. And we've played what about a, a three, four of his songs so far here over the oh, last yeah, few months. Oh yeah, yeah, because we played a couple. Yeah, yeah we I had think him easily the this is the best ago. one. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and it's. Uh, it's a nice, up-tempo, listenable commercial sound, and uh, like I said, it's got a little bit of that Elton John touch to it, and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see what he follows it with. He's been, uh, he's been coming up with a new release every couple of weeks, or every month or so, and uh, this is his latest, Jerry Hall. Tell us what you think about it. Write David at thedavidbowers.com, and uh, give us your opinion. We want to hear from you. Right now, we're going to hear from another repeat guest of ours who we've been fortunate enough to have on the show several times. She is a sweetheart. She is a heck of a music person, a singer, songwriter, stylist, performer, member of the uh, NERIS, the Grammy Academy, and she's even had her, uh, she's had her name on the uh, Academy's uh, pre-ballot for, I think, uh, the last four years she's been up for nomination. So she's quite a talent in her own right. This is a brand new, slightly different type of song for her. It has her stylist and her, her typical anthemic. She's very good at doing anthem-type uh, rock. And uh, this is very typical of her at her best. But it's a subject that, uh, to my knowledge, nobody has really broached. It's a unique sound for a unique subject. Here is Captain America. See the button quickly into a man Wants to do what's right The best that he can there's something that we have never seen before Fight in the unknown and win the war
Slim and I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. I hope you enjoy the sound of my voice as much as I do. Uh, there you have it. That's Nikki Chris and Captain America. As I mentioned, her songs have been featured in award-winning movies, TV shows, and on radio stations worldwide. She's been on the official ballot for the Grammy Awards the past four years, placing in categories Song of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, and Best Pop Albums. This is her latest. It's a thing called Captain America. It's an anthemic, uh, I, I don't know, there's so many words to describe it. It's very anthemic. And it also has a very, very serious message to it. If you listen to the words, I know you have to listen to it more than once to really catch it. So do that. And you, it's easy to do because it's available online. And if you go to her website, if you've missed this, we've posted it a couple of times, but if you go to her, her website, NikkiChris.com, that's N-I-C-K-I-K-R-I-S.com, sign up for her newsletter, and you can download the song for free and listen to it as many times as you like. So uh, check it out. Nikki Chris, and John Bon Jovi, I believe you have some words for us. I have words of wisdom just to let you know, folks, that the David Bowers Awards is underwritten with the kind generosity of a place called Computer Help USA. If you're not careful, if you don't maintain high-level passwords and security for your computer, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. And Computer Help USA has been helping us out for a long, long time here at the David Bowers Awards. 
So their generosity is allowing us to use their studios as their underwriting, and we just love them for it. You can give them a call at area code 239-596-6112. You can find them on the web at www.comphelpusa.com and, of course, on all those silly social media sites like Facebook and Twitter. That's Computer Help USA helping us out now for well over 15 years. David? Now, if we could just get them to roll up some 20s and send them to us. I mean, you know, cash is always appreciated. <laughs> but no, we do appreciate their, <laughs> we do appreciate their help and underwriting and support uh, for all these years. Thank you very much. And right now, we have a guest coming on who was he was scheduled to be with us a few weeks back and uh, for some reason he didn't show up. We found out later that it was because of a major storm that went uh, across uh, eastern New York State and into New England, especially Massachusetts, where he was knocking out telephones and electricity. And uh, he stood there yelling and screaming at us, but we couldn't hear him because there was no means of communicating. So uh, we accepted the, we accepted his apology for the weather, and uh, we are endeavoring. We're working on uh, fixing that so that we can control the weather. In the future, but in the meantime, the best we of could course. do was to invite him back with us. We're going to be talking to him in just about, uh, well, just about five minutes as soon as we listen to this track by Mr. Dan Lawson, the Dan Lawson Band. It's called Lie to Me.
the Dan Lawson Band lied to me, and here you have Mr. Dan Lawson. Welcome aboard. Greetings from No Storm, Massachusetts today. Oh, the irony isn't lost that day. We were just talking. Uh, we were talking off the uh, off the program while we were that song was playing, and uh, Dan was telling us that uh, we had that storm that blew through uh, a couple of weeks ago when he was supposed to be on here, and it killed everything. And we almost lost him again because another storm blew through today, which would have been just totally impossible to explain. But fortunately, it. Uh, you got lucky it avoided you this time, Dan. Yeah, we so far. I saw the news; they had poles down and trees down. And, uh, nope, we it just got a little overcast, but the sun came back out. So so far, so good. Fantastic, and we are so glad you were able to be here with us today. I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, this is another first for our show in the four or five years that uh, we've been on. This is the first time that we have dedicated a show to one individual guest, and uh, that be you. Wow. Well, <laughs> so, I'm honored. I'm congratulations. Honored. There you go. You got another mark on the wall. Another first for Dan Lawson. Now, tell us, Dan. Uh, I know you perform solo. You also perform with the band. What's the story with that? Well, I don't really do a. I mean, unless I do something like I did this past weekend. I just spent a week playing at the Laconia Bike Fest. Uh, I got home Sunday, and but you know, the only time I ever perform solo is either when I'm doing like the national anthem, like I did at the Speedway. The uh, New Hampshire Motorway this weekend, or New Hampshire, excuse me, i got to get it right, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. There you go. Um, but it, um, there was a, a couple of uh, little glitches there, again, with the weather, because the weather um, is so unpredictable this time of the year up here in the mountains. Now, exactly where in the mountains are you up there? I know you're in Massachusetts somewhere. Well, I'm in Massachusetts. I'm talking Laconia. Laconia is right in the top oh. of the mountains there with... Uh, Right, um, Lake Winnipesaukee, and the weather up there. I mean, Mount Washington has its own has its own weather program. Um, Definitely, whatever it's happens there can happen within a can happen within a forty fifty mile radius, and not go past that fifty mile radius. But they literally have their own climate zone, and um, you know, Mount Washington really uh, plays havoc with the with the weather everywhere up there. Oh, I know. I re- I remember now that you remind me. Uh, as as we've discussed, uh, I uh, grew up in upstate New York, uh, about halfway between Albany and Syracuse. For those not familiar with the area, in a uh, in an area called the Utica Rome area, and uh, I can remember taking trips to New England. I remember specifically, although vaguely, uh, a trip we took as a uh, when I was a, a little kid. I don't know. I may not have even been in high school in in school yet, but I do remember uh, going through that area. And uh, my uh, mother pointing out Mount Washington to me, and you know, being impressed with the mountain and everything. So, uh, yeah, that uh, it's almost is it's almost its own climate area. It's really beautiful, it is. impressive, and yeah, you're right. It has its own weather, and uh, you can be 20 miles away and not realize anything's going on. It's uh, really incredible. As a matter of fact, we were talking about back to backstage during that song about uh, several different things, and uh, I found out a very interesting thing uh, that uh, your wife is uh, from Rome, New York, and uh, was born on Griffiths Air Force Base. Yes, she was. She was born uh, just a few years ago, not many, but um, she's uh, the other half of, of me is her. Yeah, she's, she was born when her dad was in the Air Force. Right. And, uh, yeah. 
Well, having lived in that area, <laughs> having lived in, grown up in that area, I'm very familiar with that and uh, all of the uh, the military. The military is a very transient lifestyle, and there were a lot of kids that I remember going to school with who were, you know, here today and gone tomorrow. You know, they come into the oh, area yeah. and. Uh, you know, a couple of years later, they get uh, their dad gets orders to move on, and they're gone. And you know, as a kid, that's it's a little bit of a mystery. You don't really understand it, even when it's explained to you. It's kind of you think, "Wow, wow can can my dad wind up getting moved? How come we don't have to move?" It's a uh, it's a strange thing when you're growing up. You make friends, and all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. It's uh, yeah, interesting. But the military now, life. How, how, yeah, yeah, exactly. How long was she in the uh, Rome area? How long were you in the Rome area, dear? She was just a baby before you know they had they had her there, and I think they shipped out soon after that. I don't think I she got, got a you. chance to see the area very much. Although every time we do our tour and we take Route 90, we go right through it every time. So uh, I, know. I I have been, I was back up there about uh, I don't know six eight years ago. So uh, anyway, moving on, talking about your music, and that was. Uh, have been quite a trip you uh, you did. I know you told me you were doing uh, you were playing the Laconia Festival and uh, doing the oh, national yeah. anthem. I think you said you did it every day that it was there, right? Yeah, um, and then and then Thursday night while there, um, I was attacked by some attacked? eight 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 legged creature that bit me on the back of the neck. Oh gosh! Uh, that bit me. The spider bit me so bad. That I ended up at the hospital today, or at the doctor's today. Oh but, uh, gosh! It had already started. Re- it had started receding, but it was um, pretty darn nasty. I must admit, and you know, I didn't even know it was there until the next day. Wow! Yeah, I can identify with that. I was on a camping trip here in Arizona some years ago, and uh, got bit on the uh, well at the where the shoulder and neck come together by a brown recluse, and uh, the next Ooh. morning. I- my skin was starting. It looked like it was starting to rot away, and uh, yeah, I was. I can really yeah. identify with what you went through. It's a. It's a scary thing. Mine All got of a sudden, close you re- to that. Yeah, mine. Mine got close. But uh, that, listen, um, that the thing I wanted all, to. All better. <laughs> that's the important thing. What I wanted to ask you, Dan. Now I I know, and uh, a lot of people are aware of the pressure of performing the national anthem, especially at a major event. I mean, even at a local event, there's pressure. But when you're talking about a major n- event of, uh, well, of, of national renown, uh, the pressure is tremendous. And I know you, you, you're a professional. You always want to do your best. But you have to feel a little bit of you know, extra thought going into something like that. What I want to know is, is there extra pressure when you realize you're not doing it just once, you're doing it three or four times, so you have to be you have to be spot on three or four days in a row. Well, <laughs> I did it in 2008 at the Buffalo Chip in Sturgis with uh, Senator John McCain when he was uh, running for president. And I had exactly one night to rehearse it because originally when they uh, had booked Mr. McCain coming into the Buffalo Chip, they were going to have a barbershop quartet doing it. Uh-huh. They wanted a veteran. They wanted to see if a veteran could sing it, and they didn't have any veterans could sing it, but somehow or other they found out that I played it on guitar. 
Mm-hmm. And I had a, I had a, about seven o'clock the night before Mr. McCain came in. I had a knock on the door from uh, the uh, person that coordinates everything there, and he says, "Here, I got a copy of the itinerary for tomorrow." And I looked at it. I looked at it, and I said, "I, I don't have anything going on tomorrow." He said, oh, again, Jesus! Ah, we forgot to let you know. We would really like to have you do the national anthem for Senator McCain <laughs> instead of the barbershop quartet. And of course. Those are such great people out there. It was very difficult for me to say no. So now, and to that point, David, I had never really done it and performed it. You know, I played with it a couple of times, but I never performed it. So I fell asleep that night with my little Tom Schultz Rockwood, my guitar plugged into it, the earphones on my head, and I woke up about six o'clock in the morning when I rolled over and my guitar fell on the floor and about blew my eardrums out of my head. <laughs> and um, by then, I had I had pretty good grasp of it. But I had no idea that that many people were going to be there, none on this planet. I mean, when they started coming through the gate, I'm going, this can't all be for Mr. McCain. But it was. There was 100,000 people. And and then sitting on 75,000 motorcycles, because they allow you during the concerts at the Buffalo Chip, they allow you to ride your bike right in and sit right on it, as if it were, Uh you know, a seat in a concert. And I don't know if you've ever heard 75,000 Harley Davidsons stacked side by side in about 40 rows, but that's how they applaud. They don't clap their hands. They fire up those bikes and they rev them up. I'm and glad when I got you done, mentioned. <laughs> I couldn't hear for a day. I bet I was. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to. I was going to bring it up if you didn't. The fact that uh, for those for those those events, those tunes there and everything, the proper and accepted way of applauding is you rev up your Harley, and that has to it be is unbelievable. That is, has to be one god awful thunder. <laughs> well, I, I remember. Well, you were asking me about you know being nervous and stuff. Now you got to remember, along with Mr. McCain came. 400 ATF and Secret Service agents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were dressed, you know, as police officers. They were dressed as casual people. They were dressed as uh, workers. They were dressed as, you know, folks that ride bikes. They were, you know, scattered into the crowd to keep an eye on things. They were on top of poles. They were hidden on top of the stage. And I, I remember walking out onto the stage to get everything set up. And as I'm getting set up, there's these two gentlemen bringing in these huge plates, these huge four foot by eight foot plates of titanium that they were standing up in front of me. And I, mm. I had to ask, I go, what's this all about? And they had mentioned, well, it seems we had had some uh, threats against uh, Mr. McCain, and we're just oh, trying gosh. to be careful. So if you hear anything, you're going to might want to drop down behind them. And I said, <laughs> let, me explain this. <laughs> let me explain this to you. If I hear something... 220 pounds of guitar, amp, and everything will be running across that stage at light speed. I'm not <laughs> going to sit around and let someone shoot me in the ass. That's not going to happen. They had, they had representatives from 73 countries. You know, they're all sending back press all to their countries and stuff about, you know, McCain and everything. And, right. And John McCain made, the, made the, the serious mistake of entering. Well, I think I can enter my wife in a wet T-shirt contest. You know, just <laughs> as, benign a, as benign a comment as you could make. And, of course, the headlines on all of the newspapers the next day was John McCain's whoring his wife out at the bike rally to all the bikers. 
Step right up, and ladies and gentlemen. We've got something I for you said, right here. <laughs> I said, you've got to be kidding me. These people, the, the, you know, they got a finger in one eye, a finger in one ear. They see what they want to hear. They hear what they want to see. Right. And, and it's, it's, so, you know, and of course, and of course, now you got to remember, standing to my right is Dee Snyder from, Twins, from Twisted Sister. He's standing oh, over to the right going, he's saying to me, oh, Dan, Dan, Jesus Christ. There's a lot of guys with guns here, man. And they're expecting something. I don't think I'm going to hang around out here, but but if, but if you need me, you yell. I mean, he <laughs> with friends like that, who the hell needs enemies? Oh gosh, he, yes. he's like, oh, I, I don't I don't know about this, Dan. I I don't know, man. Uh, I just I just don't know about this. <laughs> right. So it, that night we opened for Kid Rock and Kelly uh, Kelly Pickler, and of right. course Kid Rock's bus is parked in the back. So Bobby walks out to the stage. He looks around and goes, oh, I ain't hanging on here. He said, they got guns. And I'm thinking, oh my God. <laughs> it felt like that national anthem was four hours long. Oh, I bet it did. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get done. I mean, I mean, it was, when I say literally uh, an ocean of people, is the Buffalo Chip holds about a hundred and somewhere between 120 and 130,000 people. Because uh, it's a huge natural amphitheater built right into the ground. It's, it's beautiful. The spot is gorgeous. Wow. The sound's incredible. But it was just one of those very hot, very, very hot days. I think it was probably 93 that day. And I'm standing there waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And finally, he comes in. Of course, they, D&M went down on the bikes to guide them into the Buffalo Chip, into his, you know, his big mobile home he's got that he brings in. And they get in and shaking hands and rattling cages and sabers and all these other things. And so I, they announced me. I did the national anthem. I got done. I went over and I sat in my truck. And I went, my God, it felt like it took three days to get this, you know, four and a half minute song done. And it's not <laughs> even four and a half minutes. From beginning to end, I think it's probably three. But, you know, with the preparatory and all the other stuff they right. like to do. And, but I tell you, it, I, that's the most nervous. Yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I was nervous. Yeah, it does. And I can relate to that because uh, I, I didn't have quite that impressive an experience. But I remember probably my most uh, most nearly equal performance was uh, I was invited to uh, do a show at Disney World in Florida uh, when I was at WQYK in Tampa. And it was the... Uh, Charlie Rich show, and it was oh. really funny. It was really funny because a band that was playing at their Western restaurant over across the pond was a band that I had worked with several years before that in upstate New York. So it was like old home day. But when it came time to do the Charlie Rich intro, I was told that I just had moments. I should go up maybe tell a joke, introduce myself, say who I am, and then introduce Charlie. And his manager was going to be back there. In, if you're familiar with Disney, uh, this was held in the, uh, in the front of the Magic Castle, which has that staircase going down either side. And yep. uh, it was the stage yep. there. And I was told to look over my shoulder, and his manager would be back there to cue me that he was coming. So I got up there. I introduced myself. I told him I was from the radio station. I probably told some, you know, uh, something that I thought was kind of humorous at the time that nobody else did. But anyway, I did my thing, looked over my shoulder as I was talking, and the guy is standing there giving me the stretch signal. 
And uh, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking stretch. Okay, uh, you want me to stretch? I did not come prepared to stretch. Longer, so, longer, longer. Yeah. Yeah. I wound up to make a long story short because people want to hear you, not me. But to make a long story short, uh, <laughs> I wound up talking for what seemed like four hours, but I, it was probably about. 10 to 15 minutes uh, making things up and finally I just started talking to people in the audience and uh, it, it really got to be kind of neat at that point because they were you know, like telling me where they were from and what they enjoyed about Disneyland and the, the whole thing but uh, it, was, uh, it was quite an experience standing up there not knowing how long I was going to be stuck out there in front of, uh, well they said 60,000, I don't think it was that many but I can tell you that the crowd from the front of the Magic Castle stretched out to the main gate. That was that's all I know. It was just a solid <laughs> wall of people all the way out to the main gate, and uh, I was that's uh, a lot of people. Yeah, I was both thrilled and glad to get off of that stage. <laughs> but I could, yeah, because you know, all of a sudden your brain goes. You're, you're trying to figure out something to say. I mean, you're witty all oh, the yeah. time, and then all of a sudden you get you have to do something you're like. Um, 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 yeah, that's it. Um, uh, <laughs> Where's the teleprompter now? <laughs> John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there rather smug and quiet. You must have something to contribute to this conversation. No, I'm just, you know, I'm what? listening to the conversation and enjoying it. Why well, uh, is there nothing about spiders? I don't hear nothing about spiders. Okay, yeah, nothing right? about spiders. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, somebody you know, you're bringing me today. back. Somebody now, go ahead, Somebody Dan. asked me today, yeah, somebody asked me today if my spidey senses were coming through. <laughs> and I said, oh, geez, here we go. Now it's going to yeah. no, you're, you're just you know, you're, bringing back, uh, you're bringing back memories for me of Laconia and Lake Winnipesaukee, and, and, you know, because I grew up in Massachusetts. And uh, it just, uh, <laughs> I really have nothing to add to the conversation other than I'm just... Uh, Sitting here with a big you-know-what eating grin on my face listening to all of this because I remember getting nice. in a lot of trouble up around Laconia when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it doesn't take a lot to get in trouble in Laconia because it, for some reason a lot of people, uh, I don't know, maybe it's maybe the alcohol, I don't know. But something kind of brings the, the childishness out of people in Laconia for some reason. I saw a lot of it this weekend. I've seen it in a lot of the bike rallies. It's not just Laconia. No, and, and I, think, I think everybody goes through that, no matter where they are, what the association oh, yeah. uh, is. Uh, you know, growing up, you have to, uh, you just have to get that wildness out of you. And uh, you do crazy things. And uh, some of them you don't mind talking about. Then there are others. But... Speaking of other things, Dan, before we let you go, here are a couple of other things. you got some new music coming up in the near future. We're working on a brand new album now. We have not we have a name for it. it you've got to listen closely because they don't seem to figure out what I'm saying. The name of the album is going to be called Abyssal Plane, like the abyss in the ocean. Gotcha. As you know, this al- these three albums is going to be a trilogy. There's three seven-songs albums and seven songs on each. And when right. we're done, we're going to do a box, box an album set of it. But each part of the trilogy is going to be separate from the other. So this is going to be a more in-depth, uh, kind of mysterious kind of CD. We've already got some music written for it. John Cafferty has already given me a song for the new album. And, right. Um, right. 
we're right now we're just getting all the music tightened up before we go in and start doing things we've got a lot of we're, we have a lot of traveling to do this summer um i'll be headlining the uh, kentucky bike rally uh july 13th um down in sturgis kentucky i'll be headlining the uh east coast um bike rally down in little orleans maryland in august uh, i've got shows with um again john caffrey I have a couple shows i have a big show coming up uh, in July with a room full of blues. So we're, um, we're pretty busy. And you're going to be coming back to, uh, to debut your new albums with us, correct? You bet I will. That's a guarantee. We'd love to have you. Before we let you go, we've got just enough time for you to tell us the story behind this next song. We played it uh, a couple of weeks ago when you were on, but uh, it deserves repeating uh, the story about Just Ain't Easy. Just Ain't Easy uh, was written by uh, a, a dear friend who just passed away just a you know a few weeks ago, Greg Allman. Um, I played with Greg for a little while uh, when Greg and friends were out on the road. Me and Dan Toller did a lot of the guitar work for him. And uh, one of the things I'd always told him, because I had stumbled across this song, it's on a very obscure album uh, called Enlightened Rogues. It was the first album they did uh, after Dwayne had passed away. It was the first full album they did. And uh, again, very obscure. One of the best albums they've ever done, as far as I'm concerned, because there was such a, you know, a, a, just an array of different great rock and blues and, and ballads on there. And this one song, Just Ain't Easy, that Greg wrote, just, um, I mean, it even took a while to convince him to start doing it on stage. Uh, but it, it kind of caught on, and I told him, I said, you know, one day, man, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to record this. And Greg does not give a lot of his music out. I mean, I only know of one other band that has ever covered any of Greg Allman's stuff, and that's uh, Molly Hatchet, because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, him and, Dan, him and Dan were very good friends, and, you know, they uh, covered his song, Dreams. And, um, you know, when I asked about this, uh, it had to be approved by Elijah Blue Publishing, which is, of course, run by Greg. Right. That's his son, Elijah, runs it. And he also, he says, I really would like to hear, you know, your demo of it before you disc it. And I sent him a demo, and he got back and he says, man, I love it. I love the harmonies. I love everything you did. And, um, so it's um, a mainstay at our at a lot of our shows, and we still Thank perform you so it to much. this day. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Lawson, learn all about him. Follow his uh, his trips and tracks on his website, danlawson.com. And here he is right now with the Greg Allman tune, Just Ain't Easy. Go! 
ago. Dan Lawson, the Dan Lawson Band. Thank you so much for being with us, Dan, and sharing. Be sure, folks, check out his music. You can pick it up on iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, all the places where you normally find your music online. Check out at his website, danlawson.com. We'll see you again next week with more indie music. John Bon Jovial, take us home. I'm on my way. Hey, folks, be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. That is Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and, of course, 7 p.m. Greenwich time for those of you that are international for more great indie music and talk with the artists who make it happen. Until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick the Geek, Hop Along Sarcassity, and all the other folks here at the Radio Ranch, this is John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other. We will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.